What's up? Hey. Hey. You hear me all right? Yeah, you sound good. All right. How's my level? Fine? Yeah, it seems like it. Check. Oh. Then then there's Mike. Check. And then there's Mike. Handsome son of a gun. What's going on? Oh, happy 2022, boys. Yeah. Uh, Here we are. It's been a it's been about a month here. Has it been a month? About since we recorded, not since we released. But uh, we were supposed to record last week, but uh, me and Russ both got the cove. Jeez, got what were you doing? Cove. We were making out, like hardcore making out. We were hanging out with a bunch of camo wearing Oakley sporting MAGA hat assholes, <laughs> or what? Were, what was going on? Yeah, baby. You know it. We were planning our next. Uh, yeah, Mike. We were in capital. Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we played a show. God forgive us. No, I we, don't think that. I don't think it was that. It, do, it doesn't. It doesn't it, line up with the. I mean, that was. It was part of. It. That's probably where I got it. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just one. Of it might even where, where you got it, but it's not where I, me where I got it. Well, whatever. Either way, we played a show. It was. Uh, it was supposed there, to be. Babe's last show and it ended up being a real shitty time. Derek told me later that his dad had it and his dad is my landlord. And so I gave him my rent check on Tuesday and that's probably where I got it. It's, it's wow, you pay out. for your rent with an actual check? Yeah, this guy's old school. What is a check? I, don't know I can't believe. Is. Really? And you're calling me old. <laughs> Russ, he's got a good point. I can't remember the last time I wrote a check. Do you balance your checkbook, Russ? No, but I, I mean, can't this, even that's the only way he that's the only way he wants to get paid for rent. So Wow. Yeah. Right. Well I was like, You sure I can't Venmo you? He was like, What's Venmo? Hey Daryl, what's Venmo? All right. Starting off twenty twenty two, nice Wait, and strong. Your landlord is Neil Young? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. So so basically when you have to pay the rent, you have to pay in a check. And then you have to get into a like a, a 1947 voiceogram recording booth and leave him a message on an acetate saying that you uh, left him the check under his door, right? That's right. Yeah, actually, that's my, how old school he is. Actually, and and my landlord is dead too. So I'm, oh. right, but you can you can contact the dead with the voiceograph. Yeah, I actually, think that's what we've learned listening to a letter home. Actually, yes. Russ has to write him two versions, a clean version and that version that you mentioned. But they right. both sound pretty much exactly the same. Well, uh, I beg to differ on that uh, one. I think we could have done without the gimmicky uh, sound effects added to it. It was already pretty lo-fi sounding. You don't have to like make it sound worse. You know, his whole thing is like, you know, he has said in the past... Was that added or was that the like... Is that how it sounds coming off of the actual? It no, they have, a, they have a clean feed version where there's none of that shit. No, I know, there. I know, I know, I know. I just thought that that was the one where they like went in and, and got like probably they have, I don't know how it works necessarily, but probably they have uh, an element of it where it has a clean tape feed running. But, oh, but I see the, what you're saying. Right, yeah. But the, okay. but the one, the like the regular record, the a letter home is actually how it sounds like that's the yeah. actual audio. Right. And the, and the clean yeah. tape feed is actually one that they went in and pulled out the actual, yeah. like made yeah. it clean. Whereas yeah. the letter home, I could be way off, but I, I think that that's what it is. Well, I think, I think what? a letter home the, without the clean tape feed, I think that's how it 
actually like that's the original audio essentially no i think all that shit was maybe added. you could be right i have because, no idea i, I couldn't find neil's, anything about it but neil's kind of a drama queen and <laughs> you know spent millions of dollars on a system that was supposed to sound way superior to any other sound system out there and what does he do he releases an album that he records in a fucking 1947 voiceogram thing that they used to have at state fairs is he a drama queen or is he awesome you or know both? what half there's a few th- awesome moments on this album but i just think it's like it's unbelievable what uh what like the hold he has on his record company yeah because he was like you know we'll, we'll get into it the yeah, story look. behind how we got into it but it was just to me it's like this is this is a you know and someone posted on on our facebook page that this was gimmicky and that and i Joel. have to agree with that i, I have think- to agree that this is this is really gimmicky and you know neil's talked in the past about oh the best way to connect with an audience is just a man and a guitar and that's it and there's nothing else in between you know and david briggs whole philosophy of the less that's in between the artist and the recording the better but mm-hmm. You know what? This seems like it just seems like he just cranked this out and somehow convinced his record company to to release it. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems I mean to like me it's, it's to it's, yeah. For it's me it's unneeded. Yeah. I I think it's unneeded especially cuz he had just done Americana. Right, and, right. Exactly. I I mean we, now, just like, got, like we just Americana. got a bunch. Of, we just got a bunch of covers. We just got now, a bunch. Like yeah. with Americana, if the mission was for us to look further into these songs, well, then mission accomplished. Because right. I remember after listening to this and just rediscovering Gordon Lightfoot, yes. and being like, "Wow, holy shit, that's right." Or, Tim, or, I, or remembering Gordon's how much awesome. I, I love Tim Harden because I, I think Tim Harden is amazing. I love yeah. Tim Harden. You know, but and some of this stuff is is just I don't know. We'll get we'll get into it. Yeah, I no, I agree with you. I I agree with you. I think some Maybe of this it is, is one of those things that I'll never go back to. No, no, I feel like it know? should have been like four songs. Like it right? should, yeah. yeah. If it was I, just like a few songs, you I know? liked it more than Americana. I'll say it. I did. If only for the same reason that you just said, Mike, is it may, it put me back into some of these songs. Even like Phil Oaks, I had never really dipped too much into him. I thought he was just kind of this protest guy. And he's got that song. Uh, most of these songs, and again, I don't think it was Neil's intention to put out a great version of them. But like there's some great versions of all these songs. Um, anyway, we should, let's hit the theme song and then we'll, we'll hop into it. song gonna be like scratchy and have like pops and, and yeah it should you should and clicks and that. stuff in yeah, it yeah i definitely will because i definitely I'm will. not going to uh i'm not and, and then we're not going to release this this episode 
through megaphone like we do with the Pantheon Podcast Network. We're going to release it on those vinyl tubes that Thomas Edison invented. But then, but yes, so, exactly. But then right. we'll we'll release a clean version on right. Patreon. We'll you only it get later. it we'll put on a, Patreon. Like a, yeah, a digital file, if you will. But for yeah. now, the only way you can get a copy of this episode until then is if you write us a letter. Yes. Using cursive, okay? No printing. I and want you to use And send us a check. And right. send us a check. You and want to sign up a, for our Patreon. Yep, exactly. Send us a check, and uh, we will um, call the Pony Express and have them shuttle over one of those vinyl tube recordings. Daryl, they mentioned the Pony Express. <laughs> hey, Daryl. These guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They started off the first episode of the new year by bashing me. Immediately bashing me. Yeah. On a, Don't listen on a, to them. Listen to Barn. Immediately bashing me on a <laughs> on an album that I wrote because I was missing my mom who passed away. Yeah, let's use your mom's yeah, death but to, I mean, she uh, to further in, your agenda. She passed away in the nineties, didn't she? Yeah. Mike is Mike is coming in hot. All right, yeah, All Mike's right. hot. He's hot in the new year. He's I'm not drunk enough. Year. Thank you for uh, listening to Long May You Young, one of what we know of two Neil Young podcasts. I haven't even listened to uh, Don't Be Denied, which comes out of the uh, the great uh, sovereign nation of Quebec. I learned also through our social media that some Canadians get really angry when you say sovereign nation of, of Quebec. They get real angry when you say that. Mike is out for blood today. So I'm just going to keep saying yeah, that. He really is. He's just one. He wants to fight. Mike is right. ready to I fight. fight. I want to fight Canadians. I think That's I what have, I want to do on this episode. I think I have a theory on why Mike is so mad. Why I is that? A, uh, well, I mean, this ties into a little Neil Young news. It's time for Neil Young news. wrong with your voice uh mm-hmm. you know and it's it's old news at this point but neil had a, a sirius xm station i don't know if he still does but he had it for the no, month it, was, it only yeah. ran for a little yeah, it was bit temporary yeah. but you know mike wasn't none of us were tapped but mike especially should have been tapped before anyone else to to run that one I that's think surprising Mike's a to me. about that that's really surprising to me that he he'd go to satellite when he very he could have used an old-fashioned radio you know he should have he should have rented out some time on an AM radio station with a mono signal, <laughs> right? I mean, if he's going to go through the effort of making a letter home, which really there wasn't a lot of effort. Let's be, let's be real about this, right? There wasn't a lot of effort put into this I record. I mean, probably not, but I mean, I, mean, I he, think... He does some beautiful renditions of some really great yeah, songs. And course. that's kind of, I guess, you know, overall, that's what Neil's all about, right? He's about capturing the moment. Yes. Uh, which he did on a couple of tunes. But really, Hold on, before we get into that, though, Shu, because you brought it up, you brought up Don't Be Denied, our yeah. sort of cousin-y yeah. podcast. Yes, by, out of the by, sovereign nation of Quebec. Out yes. of the, the not-so-sovereign nation. Of, is that yes. better? Do they like that? Do they prefer that? Uh, they so keep their big-ass Canadian queen-loving boot heel down <laughs> on the French-Canadian, sure, they'd love that. All right, I'm going to... So I got we got a DM on our Long May You Young Instagram I'm going to read you guys this whole thing, and then, Luke, you can cut at your leisure because it's pretty long, but I feel like you guys should hear the whole thing. Okay. Like the two of you. Um, so this is from Nick Ding Dong. Um, mm. I'm yeah, pretty sure... Right there. Okay, yeah, that's cut. good. Yeah, just cut the name. <laughs> yeah, probably best. Dump it. This, this person's definitely sovereign. Um, pretty sure they meant to say guys, but it's a... No, actually, the, the, a, the, the DM is actually really nice. Okay. But, but he said, hey, guy. I wanted to reach out guy. to tell you, yeah. hey guy, 
Hey guy. Hey, hey guy. guy. Hey guy. I want relax. Yeah. I'm walking it's about, here, guy. It's all about how you read this. If I if I read it like that, it would come off totally okay. different. But okay. no, hey hey guys, I wanted to reach out to tell you how much I appreciate your podcast. It's become a wonderful constant in my life for the past year. The podcast always continue uh, always comes before my listening. Oh, so they listen to the podcast before they listen to the record. That's oh, okay. oh my goodness. Wow. The podcast always comes before my listening of the album as I find it significantly uh, enhance my love for Neil Young's music. Seeing as it may take Mike some time to master the French language, I thought you might enjoy my review of Don't Be Denied, the Quebec Neil Young podcast by okay. Joel Desmarais Racine as a thank you. De Marie. De, how would you, you say Joel? How do you, you I know, Joel, Joel Desmarais Racine. De, de Marais, de, de, as a thank you. So, <laughs> he's only been a, like a major part of this podcast at this point, Russ. You might as well learn how to pronounce his last name. I know. <laughs> as, a, as a thank you. The podcast is essentially presented as a Neil Young biography and a recount of what was going on in the world at the time. Joel does an excellent job of diving into the lives of other individuals as well, artists like CSN and Joni Mitchell. However, I find that Joel's real strength is the way he presents Neil's and others' art, artist's work within the storytelling of Neil's life. This is accomplished by adding music clips to illustrate and present the topics slash people discussed in the podcast. Truthfully, some of these voice slash interview slash music clips blow my mind. I don't know where he gets them from. Truly remarkable on his part. He does not dive into each song per se, yet he does talk about a couple of songs in more detail, as well as presenting some fantastic deep cuts couple of my favorite examples he believes the old laughing lady to be a metaphor for neil's voice um according to according to joel in the last trip to tulsa the palm tree represents neil young's solo career i.e when he finally makes slash cuts it uh it falls on steven stills back who had previously asked if he needed help swinging the axe slash guitar but left in anger thinking that neil was crazy not to accept his help uh help it is a fantastic podcast, in my opinion, and I can't wait for him to release more episodes. Any fans of yours that complain about your lack, he said fans in quotes, of yours that complain about your lack of Neil-related discussion should be immediately redirected to Joel's podcast for sure. Thank you again for all the laughs. Long live Neil. So Joel's Basically. podcast and a, and a copy of Babel French, right? So they could learn <laughs> yeah, that exactly. real quick. Exactly. Yeah. I, let me sum that that what he wrote up in one sentence, Russ, uh, you three better thank the Lord God above that Joel's podcast is in French because otherwise yes, exactly, right? everyone yeah. would leave this one and go listen. Right. Yeah. Yes, ex- precisely. Um, no, yeah. I, Joe, 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 first of all, Joel is definitely a bigger Neil fan than probably all three of us. And just from like talking to him that one time and just like his interactions. Um, but Joel's just a super cool and funny guy. And uh, you definitely check out his podcast, especially if you speak French. He's, uh, I think his is more, he, he doesn't go especially album by Especially if you speak French. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't. It would help. <laughs> but uh, I mean, his is, from what I understand, it's not album by album. His is kind of like right. following Neil's life, which is definitely. Well, yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah. But isn't yeah. that what we're also doing? We album really by are. album, following Neil's life. Yes, we are. As he documents that rolling yeah. along. Yeah. Um, before we get too into it, I do want to cover some of our other topics. Like I do want to thank, we had two new patrons join over the holiday break. Um, Billy Baxter and Eric Boylston. I may have already thanked Billy Baxter, but 
whatever you get to Billy enjoy it. Um, and then we have to mention on every episode, our all silver gold level, uh, patrons, Mark Ray, who now calls himself the non-artist formerly known as goo head. Uh, <laughs> John he, Locke. Prince? Jesus. <laughs> John Locke. Uh, old faithful John Locke. It's Saturday. Yes. Call him Craig. And then, uh, Craig, bait or bite and then remember last time yeah. we said let's just call yourself craig, craig bitch. bitch he yeah. changed his name on Patreon <laughs> to craig so bitch did he really <laughs> yeah. so thanks for making it easy funny. for us craig so craig bitch uh thank you for being an old silver gold level uh tier and also just so you guys know at some point probably in i'm thinking march or april we'll do a zoom call with those with those three guys if you're on that that tier We'll do like one episode where we all we talk about whatever Neil topic. So really, I'm March or April? Yeah. Did, did we talk about that? Like no, I, I just interact with people. No, I just threw it on there. I wasn't <laughs> even going to tell you when it happened. I was just going to. You're just going to have people jump on. Yeah. Okay, that's probably the best way to do it because now I'm dreading. I'm just dreading it I, now. I know that's why I wanted to do it because you're coming in hot anyway. So I figured I'd just throw <laughs> some coal on the fire. Right, Mike, are yeah. you mad because you went disc golfing this morning at negative eighteen degree temperatures? Yeah, and I just said fuck it, and we went out to get breakfast. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Nice. I've had a few drinks. Nice. Right. I'm back to drinking. So this is this is the old Mike, the old nice. shitty Mike. Yep. <laughs> There you the go. Old shitty Mike. There's yep. old silver gold and there's the old shitty there's Mike. There's old shitty Mike who's full of scotch. Yep. Hell yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thanks to that. If you want to sign up for Patreon, it's patreon.com slash young. We also have five new reviews. And one of our things Holy is if, you, shit. if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it. So I'm going to rush through these here. The first one I'm seeing is titled, Hey, Daryl. <laughs> From Natty17. I hope that's based on Natty Ice, because hell yeah. Uh, They just wrote, hey, Daryl, I'm writing a review for that podcast. They sure seem to have fun. Nice. (laughs) Uh, The next one is from Boston Me. Uh, This is titled Christmas at the Ranch. They write, hysterical. Yes, I am one Italian who listens to all of your podcasts. (laughs) Love you guys. (laughs) The music is iffy sometimes, but your podcast is worth it. I forgot Russ got very anti-Italian on the... (laughs) Oh, did i no he got anti-santa but russ was russ was drinking quite a few white russians and he yeah was, russ we were, gets less well oh because i was yelling at tony yeah yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. santa sorry yeah oh yeah italian santa. the italian santa. the italian well, santa donkey not a, of, not a lot of people know that that's santa's real name tony yeah that's right. yeah nobody knew that yeah. tony from the north pole tony claus tony, tony kringle claus. and uh but, you know, Antonio Cringolia, you know, <laughs> as his responsibilities became more and more and he realized his important position in the lives of children, he changed it to Santa, you know, because right. so, it flowed better. What a good Follow fucking guy. What a nice fucking guy. Huh? So, um, the next is uh, from Bobby oh! D. Bobby, Bobby D. Oh! Bobby D. But from Great Britain. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's oh. called oh it's called it's called a treasure here uh, and then the review says if you like birds trains and a good old game of donkey ball this podcast is for you i do like <laughs> donkey the, ball never gonna live down the donkey no, ball never really not. i don't even care um and then the last review here is another mm. uh person from great britain midnight snake midnight snake hips 
Um, right. That is probably the best name I've heard so far, as far as far as the reviews. I go. think that that's just Dan Moshpit trying to one up his own name. No. Midnight Snake Hips. <laughs> I feel like Dan Moshpit was like, "How can I make my name even cooler?" <laughs> um, Me, this review review Midnight is titled Snake Hips. <laughs> this review is titled "Maximum Neil, Maximum Burn." Whoa. Dear Luke, Russ, and Mike, huge fan of the podcast and have been listening since episode one. My favorite Neil album is Landing on Water. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> this yeah, this is is the, I mean, come on. The person's name is Maximum he's Snake trolling. Hips. Yeah, he's trolling. This is the now, album I always listen to when working out this at the gym. This person is an 80s. An, this is, no, <laughs> you know on. who this is? This is it. Sensei Johnny Lawrence. This is Johnny Shot. Lawrence. <laughs> it might be because listen to this. That's my nickname, Maximum but, Snake Hips. What my the fuck's favorite, wrong with that? <laughs> my favorite Neil album is Landing on Water. This is the album I always listen to when working out at the gym as the drum sound helps me take it to the next mm-hmm. level. Oh my god. Yeah. Last week a group of guys at the gym threatened me with the physical violence if I don't stop playing this album. Right. Would you yeah. be able to recommend a Neil playlist that will guarantee maximum burn so a but guarantee I won't be assaulted? Thank you. Sincerely, Luke, you Midnight Snake Hips. I swear to God, I did not write this. Come on. But whoever Dan, this is, Dan Moss should hook up with this guy and they should go yeah. to the gym together. Where are Those two need to go to the gym together. I want to work sure. out with this guy so bad. Also, I want to go to the gym and Midnight just Snake Hips. landing on water. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. Get it's so funny because that's when Neil started lifting weights himself to stay in shape. <laughs> Seriously, I remember talking about that. Like he was lifting weights <laughs> at the time amazing. of their the recording of a letter home. No, <laughs> no, there was no heavy lifting on this record. I was going to say, um, is this no, could, this, could this record be the furthest thing from landing on water? Yeah, this is like the anti landing on water. Like, think about the yeah. most. What's the most produced Neil Young album, in your opinion? Uh, landing uh, on water is pretty produced. Landing on water's got to got to be. It might be there. landing on water. Trans. Trans is pretty Maybe. heavily produced, but not yeah, but not as not still, as much. It's still, it's no, still it's got to be landing on water. But it's tra- got to be landing. Trans on water. is purposefully produced in a certain direction by right. Neil. This yeah, was, you're right. This yeah. was cooched. Landing on water was cooched. Yeah, it was so cooched. It was Speaking all cooched. Coo- did you see Cooch on the uh, oh, Rock and Roll Hall up. of Fame induction? No ceremony. Mm-hmm. So they they inducted Carol King, and so oh. Carol King has brought out some musicians she played on tapestry with and that's Danny Korchmar. But you know, obviously that's not such a great album because he says landing on water is the greatest thing he's ever worked on. Um, and so she's like, and here's so-and-so Mike shoe hot in 2022. And there was like Leland Sklar, <laughs> Lee, Lee Sklar was out there. Okay. And I do, I think it was Russ Kunkel. Okay. Like they were, they were Kunkeling in Cleveland. Nice. And then, um, and then she's like, Danny Korchmar. And I was kind of like half paying attention. I was like, oh, my God, there he is. There's Cooch. Cooch looks like like he, he could be Richard Lewis's younger brother. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got that same kind of New York douchey slick back hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he was up there and he's like, gives a wave, but he has that look on his face. Like it's a real effort for me to be here tonight, Ugh, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, fucking look at that asshole. Whatever. <laughs> you know, well, she is hot in 2022. No, yeah. I'll always get on his ass for saying that landing on water is up there with running on empty and tapestry. Give me yeah, a it's fucking wild. break. Fuck that shit. I do. God. I do like landing on water though. I do like it maybe even more than a letter home. 
I mean, you know what? Um, honestly, after Midnight Snake Hips endorsement, I yeah. might have to change my tune on it. Too. Right. As soon I mean, as so, my quarantine ends tomorrow, and then so on Monday, I'll I'll go back to the gym. I got to get back, get get ripping, get shredding, get swole. Uh, but I'll definitely be listening to Landing on Water, and I'll give you, know you guys what? a full review. I, I would probably go back to Landing on Water before this one because at least I get some kind of reaction to it. Like I get yeah. really pissed off and the veins stick out of my neck and I'm like, this fucking sucks. With this one, it's just kind of like, you know, after after the fifth tune, I'm just like. You didn't have any like moments though where you're like, all right, this like kind of heartfelt moments. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about those coming up. There's, there's a couple. Yeah. But um, I got to tell you, man, you get to the second half of this album and it's just your drunk uncle who used to be in a band who had too many beers at Thanksgiving and is trying to teach you about rock and roll. That's what it sounds like to me. I think I agree with Russ when he said this song. I think he said this song could have been four songs. I don't think four, but I think uh, I think album. it could have been shorter. It's an album, not song. Sorry. I think it just it could have been shorter, and then I don't think you would have been as upset with it. You're right. There's mean? a there's a few really really magic moments on here, and that's what this is. I understand. That's what this is about. <laughs> you're you're the most primitive form of recording possible, and you're going for that moment and he captured it a couple of times yeah yeah that's um, why yeah that's why i think just make it you know a shorter shorter album an ep or whatever and, and then, then it'd be it'd be cool it, the irony of us telling someone they should shorten something is very funny too. yeah that's pretty funny <laughs> right. yeah um, the irony you. of someone spending like six million dollars on a system <laughs> to make sure that their music sounds their music quality like the sound quality is the best ever and then putting out an album that he recorded <laughs> In a fucking 1947, you know, recording booth. Yeah. So, so and then added and then added effects to make it sound shittier. Mike, I take it you read the Pitchfork article about this? Well, seriously, yeah. I mean, but I was thinking that same thing. It's like, yeah. this guy at this time, at 2014, he's still in like full-on Pono mode. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, like he was screaming. Pono! Barn! Like was, okay, Pono. Like, like he was screaming... You know, uh, you only got five less than five percent. You know, on yeah. on um, which he was back. right, and still yeah, is which right. is which is right. But then it's like, oh, but I'm gonna put this album out, and then you know what? I'm gonna make it sound even worse. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, why not just why not just like put a covers album out? You know, I mean, it's that's what this is the gimmick part. So, it's but like, what do you, he, what do you think about Jack White saying? that we were obfuscating beauty on purpose to get to a different place, a different mood. Right. I, okay. I get that. He did that with a lot of the stuff he did, right? Like tonight's the night. Yeah. Right. He's never been one for perfect studio sound quality. Yeah. I mean, we've, you know, um, that's why I was, we were talking, what's his most produced album? Well, maybe it's landing on water. He's also never been yeah. like regarded as like when people talk about Neil Young, they don't talk about beauty. If well, any, well, no, if anything, Neil Young is not sexy. Beauty, <laughs> beauty as far as sound quality goes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I know. Like, what you're like, you know, you want that, you listen to Steely Dan. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't listen to Neil Young or to Gordon hear Lightfoot. like perfect playing. Right. You know, you yeah. did this, this, but it just seems like t to me, this was just like some kind of like fun toy he found and he convinced the record company to put out a full album's worth. See, which I to me I get, is just a waste I heard of time. A, this, this might seem like a, it's an off topic thing, but I was listening to a podcast the other day 
Oh, actually, Luke, probably maybe you heard it. Plug that pod. Plug, plug that, that pod. pod. It's well, you turned me on to it, and it's probably my favorite podcast. Oh, Dead, Dead Eyes. Eyes. Dead Eyes. Yeah, rules. And they were talking about Steven Spielberg and how he doesn't need to like keep doing all these different types of films that he does. Like, there's no reason for him to do West Side Story, you know, or like he Did just he do West Side, the new West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but like, this. I haven't seen it either. But my point is, like, he he has done. He's tried every type of he he has he continues to keep trying every type of thing you can do with the medium, right. you know, like as a director he's he's done it all, you know. He could have just and and I'm pretty sure Connor said like he could make you know 14 ETs and everyone would be happy, but like he 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 doesn't do that. He you know what I mean. He did like Ready Player One and he's done all different kinds of things within the genre. I mean within the medium of film you know and all the different types of genres and all the different styles and whatever he just he keeps pushing himself as a director and i think the same thing about neil he he just keeps doing all the different things you can do as a recording artist as a musician you know and we and again not all of it is great same thing with spielberg films they're not all fucking amazing but like you know you kind of see what he's doing and you you have to appreciate it in that way, I guess, you know, not really. No, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to appreciate it. You don't have to, maybe not appreciate it, but I don't know. He, I think, I think what Russ is saying is like, he's done enough that you got to like, trust, like this was the thing he tried. It's like, right. like with Lenoise, like that right. could have been terrible. It ended up being really great and like right. a really great album. Yeah, I understand that it's, it's failing forward. You know, and that's sure. been his whole career, just just doing whatever he felt like doing and, and making it happen. Sure, that's admirable. And, I think probably you know, it's great, but yeah. I don't think you know. You don't. It's like it's no. It's not an excuse. No, I'm not saying know? it's an excuse, I but I excuse. I also think he does what he does in the moment. You know, I think probably he went to visit Jack. He probably went to Third Man Records to like hang out and visit Jack. And like saw that booth and was like, "What if we just recorded an album in here?" I think that's you know? right. Exactly that's exactly that's exactly what happened. He, that's what he I'm was, saying. And so in, for, he was in Nashville with his electric car. He decided to visit Jack White. Yeah, and they I were think where Joel, he didn't even he didn't yeah. even see it there. And someone went in. They had a line to get in to record songs, and someone went in there and recorded a Neil Young song. I couldn't find which one that they recorded, and so he was like, "What's that?" And then exactly, that's exactly what happened. We could make that's, an album in here. Exactly, that's my point. So he's just doing what he wants to do in the moment with where he's at in his life. And I do think that probably with, the, and, and, and can loosely agree with you and Joel in the, in the whole gimmicky thing, where if it was just that and if he had just done like an EP, that'd be cool. But the whole like letter thing, you know, and like this is a we 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 found some old songs. Let, you know, let me, let me read Joel's. and that whole like gimmicky sort of thing of it. I I get how that can be like, uh, you know, but me, but but I do like in the moment he goes, he sees this thing, he wants to just hey, let's just fucking record songs in this. You know, let me read Joel's whole whole um comment here. He says, "Do I dare call this one gimmicky?" Tough one, great selection of songs, but I'm not a fan of the production. The booth thing is cool, but even on the clean version, Neil Young sounds so much older than before, and the songs are not rehearsed enough. The guitar playing is dull, and the singing is weak. This and Story Tone are quite possibly my least favorite Neil Young albums. Thank God he found Promise of the Real soon after to help rejuvenate himself. So, 
Yeah, I agree. I, my, my take on this one, I went into this blind. I'd never heard this before we got to it. I've never heard a letter home before I started listening to it. So when I saw Jack White, I had way different expectations for this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed at first just because of my own expectations. But listening listening now, when I first listened in early December, I was like, ah, it's all right. You know, there's some highlights and it's just a covers album done. It's just an acoustic covers album. But then, I don't know. I think I... I don't I don't think I would call it gimmicky cuz I think he I don't think Neil does gimmicky. I think Neil does what he what he Neil does and that's what we've said since day 1 and I think he he was probably missing his mom and he's like these are some songs my mom likes and these are some songs that I like and I'm just going to record them and let's try this let's try this thing. I think the timing was weird but other than that I I think it's fine. It's not uh it doesn't blow me away but I don't think it's I don't know. I think it's. I, I don't think it's gimmicky. I think it's heartfelt Neil that maybe comes off as gimmicky. Yeah, it's it's heartfelt Neil. The whole thing, like the letter to his mom and him talking to his mom and saying, "This is this is one way I can reach my mom by recording this album." You know, I, I understand. Sure, you know he he lost his mom. Uh, what was it? Fourteen 20, years before that. Twenty four years oh yeah 24 because it was 90 right right 24 years before that yeah but i just you know it, i can't help but say gimmicky on this one it's fine You're it's allowed. just it's just like hey we'll we'll take these songs and then especially the inclusion of the bruce springsteen tune which I is a great song i loved I his i loved it Nah, I think that, yeah. that's, that's a low point oh, for me. I, no, me I again, really liked it. Again, everything from track six on is your drunk uncle who used to be in a band and has had too many drinks and is trying to teach you about music. That's what I, this sounds like. Honestly, to me. the only yeah, I mean, you didn't like get, it. You didn't like that version of my hometown, you guys, for real. Nah, nah, nah. I didn't. I didn't. Nah. I, you know what? And I really was embarrassed. I don't really it. like the original version. <laughs> Oh, I liked so. it more well, than the original. That's why I love the original version. Yeah, this is and it's a great song. And Bruce, I've I've heard Bruce play it, just him and an acoustic guitar. That I would lo- probably like more than. But than this the, is you know, and his his version of "On the Road" again. Oof. Yeah, that's my, Oof. That's, spoiler alert. That's my, <laughs> that's, my that's my cut. That's my that's cut. A, so. That's a and, stinker and crazy. <laughs> crazy sounds like me drunk trying to make up to my wife. <laughs> It I does. didn't hate crazy like, either. I know what she she's pissed because I'm drunk. I'm gonna sing crazy to her on the guitar, <laughs> and then ah. just you know, and it's like it's, I didn't I didn't mind it. I didn't mind that one. I'm also, not gonna, yeah. I I I'm sure, I'm I'm sure honestly I'm honestly either, with you know? I'm honestly with you, Shu. I, I I feel like you if you just you just do the first five. That's right. kind of all you need. Yeah, and that's where my top three resides in the first. Same. Five I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't really need the, the rest of it. And the love really the, comes through. I mean, he loves these songs. He says, me, uh, yeah, he for says sure. So, but, and know. I think, I honestly think the strongest it comes through really is in those first two. I, I mean, right. Yeah. You, that's why they lead off the, the album letter to the part where he talks to his mom. Well, I mean, I well, don't, cons- I don't, con- I don't consider that a song, but as far as like the first two songs right after that, it, that works really well for me. Like, like the changes, especially, Right off the bat, I think is like the perfect move for what okay. he's what he's trying to do. 
But then, I, like, yeah, I agree. It gets it gets a little old manny, drunky, and I and I, I just I don't see that. It gets I don't to, know. Really, it just, it just gets you get beyond crazy, and you get to like on the road again, and it's just like, <laughs> oh jeez, you know. Listen, it's it's gimmicky, isn't it's, that right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! All right, can I offer another theory then about Look, this? This album? is our fault for asking a morning radio guy to be on this podcast with us. Kind of gimmicky. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to Mike and the Zoo Crew Neil Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Hot Mike Shoe in 2022. Needle of Death. It's 843. Uh, cloudy. You know what's funny? It's because I've called. I've called in uh, to the Pike for. Mike does this cool segment where uh, he plays voice memos on Friday, and I've called in and, I, and I've he's played a few of mine. When I was uh, when I was a youngster listening to Mike, like ten or twelve years ago, landscaping, I called in once, not to Mike, but to Hillman Show, and I was so scared when they picked up the phone that I hung up immediately. <laughs> Jesus. That's a real thing that I did. I think Luke, so Luke I, left an awesome voicemail. He was like, you know what? You, you, you know, you, you haven't watched the Beatles documentary yet. And it's really disappointing. You, you say you know everything about music and you, you say you love music. And obviously you don't because, you know, you haven't watched Get Back yet. Well, you know what? Spoiler alert. The Beatles break up. <laughs> did, did you really do that? Yeah, it was awesome. Man. <laughs> I've left a few drunk ones too that I don't think. That's really on. funny. Oh man, I didn't play any of the drunk ones you left. They were horrible. <laughs> yeah, were it was awful. just you know what? It was just him playing crazy. And it sounded better than fucking Neil's version on this. <laughs> on a cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh my uh, God! Um, no, <laughs> on right, one of his kids' Fisher me, Price toys. Before we, before we get into the songs here, let me let me offer you guys a theory here that I've been thinking about since I've been looking at the album cover. Have you guys looked at the album cover? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah. Neil in obviously that old timey recording booth. Mm-hmm. Does it kind of look like an old timey phone booth? One that maybe Doctor Who or Bill and Ted may have used oh to travel <laughs> through <laughs> time. Okay, okay, listen. We've spent over you know a year this- saying he's a time traveling vampire. Now you're claiming he's a time lord. <laughs> Neil Young has four hearts. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yes. And that he for- used to be a woman. So here's my theory on this. Yes, of course. Well, Neil Neil is above gender. He he's neither he nor she. Neil. Is, okay. He's, okay. He's he's beyond that. He's you know in the right. old Hebrew text, there's a the word for God. It transcends gender. It's I am. It's neither male nor female. That's Neil. <laughs> So, so now now Neil is the old Hebrew God too. <laughs> now Neil is Yahweh. <laughs> hey Daryl! I'm not going So Neil's a time lord. Does that mean he's just a cosmic screwdriver? I'm not saying, I am that I am. I'm not saying Neil is is Yahweh. I'm not saying Neil is a time lord. I'm saying the album cover looks suspiciously like he's playing guitar in a time traveling vehicle. And mm. He starts the letter off talking to his mom, who has been, who has passed away 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe this mm-hmm. is the only way he could tell her this thing. Maybe he was thinking about her, and he's like, "I'm gonna travel back in time, but I have to use this Jack White booth." And he he talks to her about Al Roker. <laughs> I thought it was Brian. Al Gore. 
What? Yeah, it's Al Gore. Is, is it Al Gore? I thought yeah, it was Al Roker. Are you fucking serious? Seriously, Luke? You thought, she, you thought Neil was talking about Al fucking Roker? Come on, dude. He's talking about seriously? the weather. He's talking about the weather. Yeah, the planet. Oh the weather God. of the planet, Luke. Oh, my God. I'm, it's Al Roker. No. It's definitely Al Roker. <laughs> you know what? I this is worse. It's Al Roker. My, now, it's, my, it's, Al Roker. it's Al Roker. I, it, I fucking I know it's Al Roker. No, no I want to believe it. In fact, when we eventually get Neil on this podcast. Yeah, you're going to ask him that? What happened? That's that's my number one question. In a letter home, when you mentioned Al, was it Al Gore or Al Roker? Because oh he's talking about the weather. Al yeah. Roker is the na- the nation's, he's America's weatherman. You guys, <laughs> you're, I, I don't know it, what, no, I, I, I'm, I'm considering <laughs> shutting everything down. <laughs> you know what? Why don't we hit this that, why don't we hit that first track? I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking respond to that. Is it really not Al Roker? I'm sorry. No, Luke. <laughs> All right, play it. Play the first. Play Is this the happening? <laughs> God almighty. Holy shit. Where's my fucking bowl? Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey. It's great to be able to talk to you. Uh, I haven't been able to talk to you in really a long time. And uh, my friend Jack has got this box that I can talk to you from. So I'm glad to be able to send you this message. And tell you how much I love you, and also tell you that I think you should start talking to Daddy again. And since you're both there together, there's no reason not to talk. And also, uh, you know how we used to watch the weather all the time <laughs> on oh TV, oh, man. and we used to know what was happening, uh, you know, up there in Winnipeg. And uh, well, I met this guy named Al, and he's a, he's a weatherman now for the whole planet, if you can imagine that. And uh, he's uh, he's not uh, sometimes not popular because uh, this is very strange. But you know, people turn on the weatherman when the weather is going to be bad. <laughs> All right, that's that's good, right? Turn on yeah, the that's fine. Well, hold on, leave it because about him and put him down. So this so, part. Uh, Things haven't been that great lately. Uh, you know, day by day, it's real good. Uh, you know, most of the time. But every once in a while, all hell breaks loose, Mom. And uh, the whole the whole thing is just like nothing I've ever seen before. And it, and it seems to be happening everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, you know, here and there, everywhere, all the time. All around the whole globe, well, around Earth. He's talking about time as so, one, you know, one solid thing. Forecasts are good. He gets in trouble. So... Uh, you know, I know we always used to watch the weather forecast together, so I thought I'd tell you about that, and, and I miss you. All right, I can't play this. And same I know thing. that you know, uh, and uh, and that smug ass Katie Couric never takes him seriously, <laughs> ever. And I don't think Katie respects the work that Al does for America, especially when he's. You know, it's not an easy thing to step into Willard Scott's shoes. <laughs> and then you have to take over wishing 105-year-old ladies happy birthday and smuckers, you know? <laughs> so, you know, well, Mom, just watch out for Katie Couric when she comes up there. Okay. You, tell ben, you tell Ben that when Katie Couric comes up there that, you know, Ben should just uh, take her and throw her back down. Okay, okay, a few things. All right. I, okay. okay. All right. Okay. You're right. You guys are right. I was wrong. I heard Weatherman. I heard Al. I thought Al Roker. My brain went to Al Roker. I'm a I'm an innocent, sweet little boy. Okay. <laughs> Two, the mention of Ben, Russ, you got to admit that got you. Yeah, I mean that was great. And three, Mike talking about Willard Scott. 
Rip Betty White. Am I right, boys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Sidney Poitier. Yeah, oh, Sidney yeah. Poitier. Yeah. Just passed away, too. Yeah, man. Lost some good ones. It sucks that Betty didn't make it to a hundred. Guys, yeah, I know that's 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 a bummer. But she, man, she had a hell of a life. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. they're both. They're both. Life. They both changed the game big time. They they're did. Sidney Poitier changed the game for African American actors by not yeah. taking roles that he felt were undignified. Yeah, and he was know? like the first like like uh, black like faint like real movie star you know yeah, like absolutely like a, and he did it on his star. own terms yeah exactly and you know? and betty got uh Same shit thing, for, on her for, own terms yeah and she and going back to like the african-american aspect in in entertainment she was she put a uh i forget his name but like a one like a, a black tap dancer or something on, on her like variety show oh yeah and they, and they like told her to they that no you can't do that and then she was like well then she basically said, "Like fuck you, I'm not." I'm yeah, then 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 cancel the show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for her. Yeah. yeah, no, Betty White rules. Her community cameo is great, and also me and my wife are rewatching Golden Girls right now. We had started before she died, so now we're Jesus. doubling down. Where do you have time? Where I have, have co- time I have to COVID, rewatch Mike. things. Oh, that's true. You're right. Yeah, I'm I sorry. just wa- I watched all of Cobra Kai. <laughs> Like I started from the, from I hadn't seen any of it and I just watched I all I just binged all. Oh really? Seasons. I haven't even made I haven't finished season three yet, so yeah. I can't even. I've no. no. I, I, fin- yeah, I finished I season COVID, three, but so I'm just, just like, eh. I I want to wa- I want to watch it, but I just can't. I'm too like sad. <laughs> just can't yeah. watch it. And I and now I'm more sad that it wasn't Al Roker. I don't know why that makes me so sad. <laughs> Sorry. Also, while Russ was playing that, Mike was just. There's yeah, just he smoke took a, in his a screen. Huge I was just, bong I was just smoking weed to kill the <laughs> fucking pain. Listen, I'm uh, sorry. I thought it was Al Roker. All right, he's America's weatherman. I well, I you know what? You know what, world. Luke? You know what that is? That's an inconvenient truth. You know, I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> Al's a weatherman for the world. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I think no. I think it's a really, it's a really sweet thing. You know, that he thought of his mother that way. I'm imagining, I'm just assuming here that when he saw this thing, it brought back memories. Yeah. And maybe, you know, reminded him of his mother. And then those simpler times where he was first listening to songs, you know, like like crazy, like the Everly Brothers tune there, uh, yep. what, the last one there, you know, stuff like that. That And he says in there, right, that, well, not in that part, but later on in the album, he says that these are songs that I just rediscovered, the songs that we used to like. So he obviously yeah. shared a love of these songs with his mother. Yeah. Which yeah. is, this is like, and really, and he's using his standing to pay tribute to his mother, to crank out an album from a major record company and distribute it all over the world. And it's kind of a tribute to his mother. I think that's a really nice thing. Yeah. It, fe- it feels like a prayer. You know what I mean? It feel it doesn't feel, this is where it, I get, I do understand where you say gimmicky, but this part doesn't feel gimmicky to me. It, it really feels like he's talking to his mom. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm sure he really is. Yeah. I'm sure he, I mean, he, you know, he's, he sold this as this is something that this is the only, it's like the only way I can communicate with my parents. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's like, it's like radio waves, you know, it just goes out and it just keeps going. You yeah. Know, and as we, as we learned in contact, whether it's Neil Young or Adolf Hitler, you know, they're going to come back to us with what we send out there. So, you know, who knows, you know, contact does not get the respect it deserves, by the way, contact rules. Uh, I was kind of hoping that 
when Jodie Foster came face to face with the alien being that it didn't look like her dad and it that more looked like the aliens annoying. from Mars attacks. That would yeah. have been a lot more entertaining. I disagree. I think that was kind of the perfect way to do it. Mm. I don't know. You also thought he was talking about Al Roker. And that's that's you know what? <laughs> that's going to be the theme of this whole year. I can already yeah. see. No oh, matter yeah. what point I try to bring up, we're gonna. Oh yeah. We're, no we're matter what say, I say. That's Luke. He just got Rokered. <laughs> yeah. Luke. Yeah. Luke. Luke really Rokered this episode, guys. <laughs> he, ro- he got Rokered. God damn. Yeah. It. And I hope. And I hope you get fucking bombarded with memes. Oh uh, my god. Uh, I can't. I don't Please, even. I'm Joel. not even gonna check Facebook after Please, we release Joel. this episode. <laughs> Please, Joel. Please. No, please don't, Joel. Please, Joel. Please, leave me you alone. such a great job. Now, I started the year with moment, COVID. Joel. Now's your moment to fucking shine and own Facebook. No, leave me. I, it's a sad start to the year. Let me have this one, Joel. All right? My brother quit my band. <laughs> fucking got COVID immediately. Betty White died. Let me have Al Roker. All right? All right. Hey, Daryl. <laughs> it's gore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Daryl, this long may you young guy thought I was talking about Al Roker. Hey, Daryl, it doesn't matter which Al because both Gore and Roker are fun to say in my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we should just put it. Yeah, yeah. We should just put them together. Gorker. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Blu ray. Uh, also, Mike, you brought up a great point. Barn, we haven't talked about it, and we, and we won't get into it right now, but I'm sure you boys have listened. I, I yeah. got it on vinyl. I yeah, spent I some time with you it. You got it on vinyl? Nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. Sweet. Um, I, I love that I told my girlfriend wanted to come over and cook chicken parm, mm-hmm. and I was, like, I was like, yeah, that's fine. I told the guys we'll start at 5, and it won't go two hours because it's just let her home. It'll be a quick say one. That? That's on you. <laughs> That's on you, Roker. That is on you're the Roker in that. All right, yeah, let's Roker your girlfriend. I really gored it up, huh? Yeah. Let's let's just hit changes then. Okay. but do we want to do this version or the clean tape version? Uh, uh, let's point. do the version as it was released yeah, at first. All right, cool. Um, I, I love this song. I actually really like this version. And like I said, I think it's the perfect song to be the first one after that, the letter to Roker. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. No, I, I, you know what, Russ? Now you bring that up, that it just totally makes sense to me, the placement of that song right now. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Which is fantastic. I love the line, uh, trapped within the circle time parade of changes. 
yeah. which yeah. is basically, you know, he loves this tune because he went back in time and told Phil Oaks <laughs> to write that. Yeah. His way of leaving clues. He did not he did not roker this one. I feel like no. this is a this is a gore. You're gonna yeah, have sure. to you're gonna overdo it and burn it out, which I'm <laughs> no, happy. man. No, it's not it is, like, this hey, is Darryl. not no, yeah, that, right. Hey, Ro- hey, Roker. I'll or oh, oh, you mean you mean like Donkey Ball? You mean like any of the things that should have burned out and are hundred percent not burned out? Um, I I agree with you, Russ. I think this is the perfect start. This turned me on to uh, a Phil Oaks that I had not heard before. Like I said, I only knew Phil Oaks's like several protest songs, and this was uh this is a really great song. And yeah, a, it's a beautiful melody, and I just like the way Neil plays it. I think this one like it it just works i think it works for the the uh the it's just him and the guitar and it's simple it's it's pretty it's a it's just a nice little tune and it works really well after the the letter and i think the message is strong and and exactly what it needs to be and yeah i think it it just it just works for me for i i i um um jesus that that was what did I smoke? That was good weed. <laughs> was that the? Was, go ahead. Don't no. You're gonna say, call it Roker something. <laughs> Roker Roker Sunset. Oh, it was the it was the Groker. <laughs> it was Get the inconvenient. It was the inconvenient right inconvenient gore. Was it the Today Show strain? <laughs> I got curricked. Yeah. Oh no! Hey, what was you, what was did you guys partner's name that got? fired because he had a, a lock a button for the lock on his door where he would trap women in his office oh matt lauer matt lauer yeah. right Yikes. yeah getting lowered is a whole different thing right i i just think you know what it's it's this is where this is a, a moment on this album where the experiment works where i agree is, i think sure, so there is so like what like briggs would say there's so little between the artist and the recording and whatever magic was in there was captured. I agree. And yeah. I and to that I say this is a great idea. I just think that it's just there's a lot on here that that didn't happen. Yeah. No, you know? I, I but in this yeah, case, I, I and same. I think he started off the first, you know, like we said, the first five songs where all of that was very successful. Yeah. Um, a quick, I'm just going to kind of read these as they come in because I posted it late on Facebook. But Peter Lacey says, I was really looking forward to this, especially the cover of Needle of Death. In fact, mm. there's so many great songs on here, but the sound quality just grates after a few listens. Neil, what were you thinking? The, the album went back on the shelf to collect dust. In the end, it was pretty disappointing for me as it really could have been a classic. So Yeah, it gets distracting. Distracting you know, is a good it's, word. It's distracting after, well, it was distracting to me after I listened to the clean version. And yeah. then it was okay. like, why didn't he just release it like this? Because I, see, I did, I did the reverse order. I did this one, then the clean one. So. Well, that's what I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I listened to this and then I listened to the clean one. I'm like, this is just so much yeah. better sounding anyway. I think you can hear a lot more of the emotion in it. Hmm. and the the pops and the hisses and stuff well that's you know some at times that's comforting you know if you love listening to vinyl but i think it's a little overdone yeah i think they kind of overdid it with the sound effects here yeah, yeah. it's it's similar to what is it uh like uh, what record is it life with like the fucking guns and all that shit and then yeah yeah 
And then you listen to that version of Long Walk Home, which is, yeah. uh, what's it called on the archives? Letter from Nam? Yes, from, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. And it's like, we were talking about that too, it's Russ, so right? Pretty. It was like, yeah, this yeah. song would be a lot better if it was just him and a guitar. It was just him and a guitar. And yeah. there it was, and it was yeah. just beautiful. It was perfect, yeah. Just it was so beautiful. So, so pretty, yeah. yeah. That's how I feel sort of with this. It's Yeah, it's... It, Bless it, you. It, it's Thank just... You. um. Um, I don't know. I thought I was, I was yeah, I was going to make a Roker joke right there. Stop. Are you, are you smoking the Keurig? <laughs> don't. No. Okay. He's smoking the Savannah. <laughs> I think, I think we should make know. a, we should make a new, like a spinoff of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker <laughs> and have Luke stars. <laughs> Broker. Stop that'd giving be, ideas be, to the memes, um, Russ. I know what you're doing. Problematic think, in so many ways. I think we've. I think the world has established that blackface is not. A I know that's why I said it would be a problematic so, thing yeah, in so many that ways. Would, very problematic. <laughs> hey, Daryl, have you ever my, danced with the devil under a pale moonlight? <laughs> you just didn't see the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. So you just went for the. Well, Jack there's no Nicholson. real quotables. <laughs> places from that movie yeah i saw it twice it's dark it's very just bleak. do it just do it just laugh hey daryl <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> and with that wow. oh, sorry i don't know what, what happened there oh also russ what play some of the uh, original of this one too all right i, j- I want to say while you're going over to that one russman i can't believe you didn't get kicked out of the archives yet i did before i right. made sure it happened before i started oh, nice. oh very good yeah nice. how good is this yeah it is and i love how loose these two are singing together this is the the johnny and bob mm-hmm. If you're traveling to the North Country Fair Where the winds hit heavy on the borderline Remember me to one who lives there For she once was a true love of mine yeah. See for me. I just wanted to hear a little Johnny. Hanging down. And then, like, when they're at, singing together towards yeah. the end of it. They're, like, not singing together, but they are. Same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Love of my 
<laughs> it's almost like they didn't talk about who was going to do like right. harmony. I'm sure they didn't. The harmony. Of, yeah, it's yeah, just, you guys don't want to roll so, that back? You don't want to try yeah. that one more time? Oh, that was just perfect. Yeah. My other favorite thing about that is like you can definitely hear that's a young Dylan, but Johnny's he sounds the same at 20 as right. he does yeah. at 90. Right. Yeah. Well, Dylan changed his voice for that record. He tried to like... I don't know. It's weird. You he listen to like any a, other, you like listen a to any other Dylan record, right? He doesn't sound like that. Yeah. You listen yeah. to John around that time. You listen to like John Wesley Harding or something like that. Sorry. You won't. Uh, you won't hear that voice like that again. Yeah. Uh, but you know, again, if Neil <laughs> wanted us by putting out this album to reach back and learn how to appreciate the people who did these songs originally, well, then mission accomplished. It's very much mission accomplished. You know, and I was yeah. just thinking. So Dylan had an album called good as you've been to me i believe which came out in the 90s okay which had it was very much like the, except it was just him and a guitar but he was playing so, oh well wait what was the one that was like that um we were just talking about it dylan record the dylan record that uh self-portrait self-portrait self right yeah. oh yeah so that's yeah. like a bunch of covers and stuff of songs that he loved and that inspired him to make music right yeah so I think if the mission is to recognize these artists for the success, you know, and give them credit for the success you've had, or for at least, yeah, there you go, Luke, for, um, you know, for, for launching you into music, then yeah, mission accomplished on this. Wait, self-portrait is all covers? Yeah. Is it all covers? I don't think it is. No, no, no. No, it's not. So. Okay, Portrait wasn't there? Is. Well, there's good as I've been to you, but wasn't there another album that was all covers go through and... that he um, that he put out? It was just kind of like to to recognize the folks that there. Uh, I mean, there might loved. be a few covers on here for sure, but Self Portrait's a great fucking album. You said it was in the '90s. Yeah, it's called Good as I've Been to You. You're in oh, the '80s no. right now. Huh. And I kind of want to listen. Oh, right to here, there it is. So see, he does all these standards like Frankie yeah, and Johnny, yeah. sitting and on top of the hard world. times. You yeah. know, uh, you know a lot of a lot of like standards stuff, stuff that inspired him, right? You know, and I remember when that came out, I was like looking at it, going, I don't know any of these tunes, and then listening to him, go, Oh wait, I do know one of these songs. I've or, I never, do know this is from that. And, I've never heard of this album or listened to it. Good as I, it didn't. You know, that was at that time where Dylan yeah. was kind of like kind of floating along. It was before, um, what was the one that Lanois produced? Time out of mind. Was it? I don't know. I don't know. Dylan loses me like literally into the seventies. He loses me. So I know that I'm I'm on an Island. You did, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not joking about this, but as someone who as, as both of you grew up, um, being educated from the Bible. Yeah. Um, I know There's where you're nothing. going, and I hate it. I hate all. You didn't of his, like any. You didn't like all any of his born again stuff, stuff. Is terrible. It's really. So I don't like even it. like. There's a there's a few good songs for sure. Even like shot of love. You didn't like that album. No. no, I don't. I don't. And again, I don't. I haven't listened to the whole albums. I only know like singles or songs that have been picked out. But like, uh, you gotta serve somebody. That song sucks. Oh, you don't all like right. that tune? No. Hate oh my it. god, that's like, that's like one of the most truthful songs Dylan ever wrote. Yeah, I think I disagree because only because of our probably our background where you literally use talking points like that to like trick people into. Okay, okay. I don't See, know. Now that, that's why I asked seriously because I was I was raised by yeah I atheists, just find, you know yeah so yeah. and I no, I, I can appreciate of the, faith and I can appreciate people expressing their love of their faith, 
Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but from, I just want to, from people who actually like, you know, know the Bible, like you guys do, you know, what yeah. you thought of that stuff. I, yeah, I, I think some of it's problematic, but I also think it's, it's Dylan. So there's going to be some really great writing. Yeah. Right. I don't, this might I, be, this might be a dumb question. I should probably know this, but when did he write ring them bells? Cause that song I really like, but, but is that an early, early tune? I feel like that's late eighties. Ring it's not a born. It's not. Peter. Yeah, that's not a. I do uh, like that song actually, but I don't count that as his. Like, I don't know if that's a born stuff. again. I can't remember. I have no idea. I but I, I, I fell in love with that song actually because of, in, cause of Sarah. Well, I think she was looking it up. I think. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. But it's uh, I, I fell in love with that song because of Sarah Jaros does an amazing she version of that. Yeah, but Dylan's oh, yeah, version is on, great too. <laughs> that was on Knocked Out. Lo- oh no, was it? Was it on Knocked Out Loaded? No, it was Did on you... No Mercy, which was a Daniel Lanois production. Okay, oh, okay. that makes sense. Um, well, yeah. What era? What? What? That year? is eighties. Eighties. Okay. That was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, late eighties. Yeah. Speaking of Lanois, yeah. Mike, I keep forgetting this. We got to send um, our our buddy Adam some merch. <laughs> Bullock? To... Oh, oh right. Yeah. yeah. Around shoot Thanksgiving. Me, shoot me his info. Sorry, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Luke was trying to figure out if it was Al Roker or Al Gore. So <laughs> um, shoot me an email when you're done figuring out who that is. I couldn't remember Al if it was Adam Volick or Adam Gore or Adam. Val- Val- yeah, it was Adam Couric. <laughs> uh, Adam Jesus. Roker. All right, let's move on here, huh? Okay. All this right. is my. This next song is my number one, FYI. Why can't I fucking... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> by the way if can i just say i'm sorry yeah can i just say uh i believe i'm of the school that dylan only sold oh, not sold that's probably a bad word to say uh dylan gave his life to jesus because he had writer's block probably i that's that's never the only, heard that before but i believe that i'm of the school that believes that he had writer's block and he thought a shake in his faith like shaking his faith would maybe joggle some things loose and it did well, I mean, even early Dylan is writing about biblical shit. Right. He, yeah. yeah right. But, but it's yeah. more like folky, timeless stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I don't but know. Yeah. We, I just believe that because then after that, he went to Israel after he released, what was it, three albums? Yeah. Born Again albums. He went to Israel and kind of renewed his Jewish faith and came out with Infidels, which was such a great album. And you know, to me, yeah. that was just kind of like, okay. well, I, that was him like kind of going back saying, I apologize. I, I went astray, but it's only because I was trying to find inspiration elsewhere. You I know what? We, yeah. we have to do an episode with the Joker men. We should oh, just, that's right. Yeah. After we this, we should, should reach out to, to those about guys. That, yeah. And just yeah. set something up. That'd be fun. The Roker men. That's a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Russell>. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, that was awesome. Broke. Through. Sorry. 
So, correct me if I'm wrong, Shu, but when we did our On the Beach episode, which seems was, like a, mil- yeah. a million fucking years ago. I was ago, wondering who was going to say this. Did you bring up the Bert Yanch thing for this, yeah, too? Yeah. For, for uh, Ambulance well, Blues? It was brought up, yeah, me or maybe, I don't know. It, it was definitely addressed. I um, feel like you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, the that's like one of Neil's guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Bert Janch is is someone who really heavily influenced him, and yeah, so you know, Ambulance Blues and this song are almost musically identical. Which and is, then you you look at the, well, the content of this song, yes, yes. and he's got needle and the damage done, right? And, you know, it's it's definitely one of the great anti heroin songs, yeah, of, of all time. It's interesting though. It's very when you listen. I'm gonna play a little bit of the original. Because when you it, listen to it, it's really different. It's, it's it is, yeah. Like, it's not that close. It's much more folky. It's, it's almost more. It's it's more Nick Drake. Yeah. Yes. Good yeah, call. Very in the, the English folk tradition. Yeah. Like when I listen to this, I. I don't Damn, hear Nick Ambul- Drake is a good call, Russ. I don't hear ambulance blues in this. When I don't either. Each day. It's it's you know the it's, it's a little there quicker. like the bones of it, but yeah. you can see where he would he would Your pull ambulance blues from this. But and like this is a totally different song, a totally different. Thing God, here, this is a good song. Jesus, this, is a good song. this whole album is really good. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. No, and again, I need to now. Again, though. Neil, mission accomplished because yes, exactly. And it wasn't actually from this record, but it was him just constantly talking about Bert Janch. Where I was just like, "Fuck it, I got to find out who what this guy's all about." And yeah, yeah. not I'm only is, he, is, is his album. music and his his lyrics are really good, but he's a really good guitar player too. Yeah, he's got that um, folk yeah. picking. Yeah, it's really good. I wish but I yeah, I'm I, kicking I, myself for not seeing the show that Neil played over here in Worcester at the Hanover Theater with Bert Janch opening. I oh, wish nice. I would have seen that. Yeah. But but I, I fucking rokered it, so <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I definitely just added this this Needle of Death is from I love the, the more self-titled weed, album. The more weed and the more Fuck scotch up. that fucking shoe pounds, the more roker jokers we're gonna get through the I rest just, of this. I just added this to my uh I'm gonna listen to this tomorrow, this whole album. It's just it's really good, Luke. In all seriousness, that's a really beautiful record. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Nick, gonna listen to that. That too. Nick Drake, Russ man, that's a fucking good call, yeah. dude. I didn't oh, yeah. I I'm never sure Nick put Drake listened together. to a lot of Bert Janch. Yeah. Um, yeah. before this is my number one, I just a because it turned me on to the original, but I also think Neil kind of nails it. You can kind of see his love for Bert in this song. And maybe, should I play, should I just for fuck's sake play a little bit of Ambulance Blues now that yeah. we've heard? Yeah, okay. yeah, let's let's hear that. Okay, good, keep um, talking. While well, yeah, and then I just, I just, I feel like Neil, I, I think he, lo- he really loves Bert and probably really loves this song, and you can yeah, see and it comes so through. much. Of yeah. all his shit in this one song. But yeah, play a little ambulance for us. Yeah, now that we... Shit, we should just go... We should just talk about On the Beach. <laughs> so good. Dude. We should just let this play and I'm going to smoke more weed. <laughs> I mean, this is... I know that... Even yeah, that line, back in yeah. the old folky days, you know what I mean? There was magic when we played. I do love what Neil 
did with this, like what he took and the riverboat was rocking. She wants fucking rocking. I love that the riverboat was rocking. Yeah. Right? We gotta do that for the, the next uh, patron episode, by the way. Like the the decision he made here with this changed so yeah. good. And then Rusty. Rusty. Alright, we can't fucking we can't do that. God damn it, that's a good albums. album. No, oh, we're gonna record oh. the episode. Yeah, we are. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh god. But yeah, I mean I, and you know, he's never been shy about saying how much he loves Bert no, James no, no, and everything. No, 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 and and no, no, I don't think he's yeah. ever been shy about how this is similar <laughs> to Needle of Death and No, no. You know, I think but he, it is. I think I, I, if anything, I think he put it on here to be like, "Hey, you love ambulance blues, you love my writing, exactly. Go, yes. go listen to this, right?" Yeah. And that's kind of like with, with the Dylan comparison I was bringing up. Yeah. Is like this is yeah. kind of like, "Hey, this is the stuff that made me want to make music," right? You know, yes. it's just just some of it didn't come out that great. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, this one did. I like this one. So well, let's before see. Russ, well before as you're clicking this, uh, another mm-hmm. comment on Facebook. Alex Alt says, "Love the Gordon Lightfoot cover." What that could be this one, or it could be read my mind. Yeah, I was wondering that because he said it. It's probably this one because the he other one sucks. Sound quality is odd, but I'll always admire Neil taking risks. So hell yeah, Alex. Yeah, and Russ brought that up. You got to admire that. You Absolutely. know. Yeah. great song yeah really great song. and you can feel, this one especially you can feel his like mm-hmm. sadness do you know what i'm saying yeah but you can yeah. also hear his real love of this is like one of the songs where the experiment worked this needle of death you know changes this yeah. is where this experiment worked sure. where it was just the bare bones of recording and of playing and just the words and the the melodies and it's just it's really good and this again this you know and then i immediately went and started listening to gordon lightfoot same yeah. <laughs> yes, right yeah. so neil <laughs> mission accomplished like an americana right yeah. yeah we all looked more we looked into the music a little more and we all learned something neil's getting fucking sneaky there See, and he's Go- like you know gordon lightfoot never would have ever crossed my mind to like put he gordon lightfoot fucking rules oh man all you need he's is a such copy a great of gord's writer. gold there it is gord's gold all you need Luke, is a copy my, of that and you're my just... buddy uh in virginia the one who recently signed up for the town meeting um patreon yeah, yeah. yeah. he was like i would love to hear you guys cover some gordon lightfoot and oh, I was dude. Like, I, the band i was in in the 90s covered sundown Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we played it like ACDC, unfortunately. So I, That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Mike, you would have liked... Uh... No. Sorry, I just oh, wanted to play a little no, no, bit this of... this is great. Listen to that voice. Oh, the yeah. The guitar. The guitar stuff, too. In my pockets full of sand I'm a long way from home 
Gordon Lightfoot fucking rules, dude. You can't tell me Eddie Vedder <laughs> didn't have a copy of Gord's Gold on cassette. Yeah. He kind of looks like him, too, doesn't he? Look at I the mean, picture of him on Gord's you know, Gold. The way he sings, and then you listen to Eddie Vedder, like anything acoustic with Eddie Vedder on it, you know, the End of the Wild soundtrack or whatever, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. hear the Gordon Lightfoot influence, Absolutely. at least in his singing and his phrasing and stuff like that. That's 100%. a good call too, Mike, yeah. No, yeah. Gordon Lightfoot rules, and it annoys me that he's not a name that you think of, kind of, especially now. Like, uh, I re- and also I like, if you could read my mind that Neil does here, but it, I just mm. watched uh, Licorice Pizza a couple weeks ago. Oh, how uh, was that? It was great. And I just got me into all of Paul Thomas Anderson stuff, but he's got Lightfoot throughout all his fucking movies, except for There Will Be Blood. There's not a lot of Gordon Lightfoot in There Will Be Blood. <laughs> Although that, that would be great. Doesn't, that movie doesn't need Gord. It's great on its own. <laughs> That's Gordon. like my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, it's one of the best. Gordon yeah. Darkfoot would be. But, have to Gordon Darkfoot. <laughs> but if you could read my mind, obviously Gordon's version is in... Uh, it's in Licorice Pizza, and it's so great. And uh, I didn't even realize till I watched it that the main kid, Cooper, is Philip Seymour's kid. Oh yeah, that's right. He's so good too. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, I didn't till after I watched it and looked him up. I'm like, why does this kid look familiar? It's Philip Seymour's son, and he's fucking mm. awesome. Wow. Yeah, you got. You guys it. have to watch the Tender Bar. I haven't seen that. Yeah, haven't that's seen on that Amazon. That's uh, Ben Affleck. Okay. And um, George Clooney directed it. They filmed some of it here in Worcester. They filmed a lot of it in Fitchburg. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. We drove yeah. by when that was being filmed. So good. Yeah. Nice. So And there's a lot of great friggin' gold hits of the 70s being nice. played in, in on a fucking shitty radio throughout the whole movie. Awesome. Just the way I heard them growing up in the 70s on a fucking mono one speaker radio and it's just it's really great all right good movie mike let me ask you a question and this is going to be a roker like question (laughs) is uh gordon lightfoot in the same genre as steve winwood i would say no okay good yeah you just fucking rokered yourself i did all right well because i'm watching another with all this time on my hands i'm re-watching all of always sunny and i forgot how much dennis (laughs) is obsessed with steve winwood is he really (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) it's so fucking oh i finally i finally caught up luke and you're right that last episode it's great dude yeah that, Ch- where charlie breaks down yeah yeah that that the whole thing is just fucking so he's oh, great so charlie's it's great it's great anyway, anyway uh crazy yeah, let's do it this is a cover of a gnarls barkley song i think right yes yeah yeah crazy i'm crazy for feeling so lonely I'm crazy, crazy for feeling so blue. I'm gonna just uh the only the only part of this I kinda like a little bit is towards the end with the whistle. That's like kinda the only part I think is alright, just because it seems old timey. <laughs> Let's put back on some Al Gordon Lightfoot. You know what I mean, guys? <laughs> How long were you sitting on that one, Russ? I just, I just thought of it. Just thought you know, of it. I love that song. I love Patsy Cline. 
Uh, what's up to Mike Shea the will- Performance Anxiety who produces the Willy that version. podcast? This is why uh, that version sucks. Just listen to this. This isn't even the best Willy version. It's not, but I'm just I, saying, yeah. it, even this. Even this. Even this. I'm crazy. When you, crazy when you expect that, it's like, yikes. Uh, Rush, you're, you're cutting in and out, man. I am. Yeah. It's just when you play something a little too, if it's at full volume, you cut in and out. But, uh, oh, okay. But basically, basically, I mean, first of all, look at the picture of Willie on that album cover, Russman, that young right. Willie. And I second of all, I'll roker myself here too. I didn't even know Willie wrote this song. I thought this was Pat's. What, until now? Yeah. Until like listening? Really? really? You didn't know yeah, that? For real. Yeah. The until best it, version um, is on the uh, Storytellers, VH1 Storytellers episode with Willie and Johnny Cash. Oh, no, more and they do a huh? version of crazy and not only does not only does willie nelson have tons of soul yeah but his guitar playing i know is unbelievable especially in that particular version yeah. so seek that out if you can find it it's the vh1 storytellers version of crazy it's really good you want me to do that now oh yeah. you think they have it they probably do they probably do just look up vh1 storytellers and while you're doing that russ I'll say this too about this song. I I think, and I know, I I see what you're saying, Mike, about drunk uncle kind of vibe. But for me, this feels more endearing. I feel like his mom loved this song. Probably, yeah. And that's a great thing that he's putting it on this record, but it just doesn't, it's it's like, ugh, I just want to skip it. You know? I found it, so I'm going to play a little bit of it. I'm crazy. Crazy for feeling so lonely Crazy Crazy for feeling so blue I knew You'd love me as long as you wanted And then someday You'd leave me for somebody new. Yeah. Worry. Yeah. That's that's soul, it's, right? It's that's so soul. it's yeah. so beautiful. I remember yeah. watching that. Uh, it was like it came out in the '90s, and watching that on VH1 and just just being mesmerized by his guitar playing. You know, while he was singing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you guys, to me, that's to sing and play guitar at the same time as a non-musician. To me, that's like, oh, my God, that's I mean, if you can do that, that's amazing. And I you mean, guys drumming you guys do and it. singing at the same I know, time right, is right, harder, playing, but whatever. Yeah, play, playing any instrument really and singing. The same, but yeah, to see yeah, him yeah. play like that and sing with that much soul. <laughs> and I know he's been doing it for a long time, especially on that that guitar. Yeah that guitar that has a giant hole in it, you know, yeah. <laughs> everything. And, I know. and it's you just, can hear it. You can it's feel so it. beautiful, yeah. man. It's, it's also so great beautiful. to hear Willie play a uh, song he wrote before he was weed Willie, but play it while right. he is weed Willie. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, it has yes, a nice, exactly. like, this yeah. is what yeah. I want to do with this song. Right. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's beautiful. But the, uh, you know, and, but Neil and like, that's a sweet thing. Sure. Neil's mom probably loved this song. But it's just not, it's not a, it's unfortunately to me, not a, a great version. The other reason I think that she really liked it is he did two versions. There's a, bo- did you guys listen to the bonus one at the end? 
Yeah, with the piano. Yeah. It's all right. It's pretty good. It's pre- it's pretty good. I think and I think it's Jack White on piano for that version, but uh yeah, yeah we don't have to play it, but it's just he does on the is archives the you can one, listen to both versions. Does the other part of the letter come in at the end of this or the start of the next one? No, the start of the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I yeah. just want to say well, we're what's up to Mark Shea from the uh, Performance Anxiety podcast. He he produces that out of Winchester, Virginia. The home and birthplace of Patsy Cline. Oh. Nice. Went to her grave there one one rainy Memorial Day weekend. It was Patsy covered in it was covered in pennies. That's awesome. I don't know what that means. Nice. But it's not like a stone or anything. It's one of those stones in the ground, like a plaque yeah, yeah. in the ground. And unfortunately, it doesn't say Patsy Cline because she was married to Charlie Dick. So it just no, says no, 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 Dick no. In no. big brass letters. No, no, no. Man, they really fucking rokered that no, one, huh? No, no. <laughs> it just says Dick. That was her last name. That she was married to Charlie Dick, you know? Oh, so that, that was her sucks. last name. And, and so that's that where sucks. She's you know what I mean, boys? Oh, there's on, no there's no wah, indication wah. at all that that's where Patsy Klein is buried unless it's all the pennies and the candles and flowers that are constantly around. Yeah, they're that's the probably only way trying to cover it. up the word dick. <laughs> Throw pennies on that shit. Name. That's embarrassing. God damn it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. There we go. Okay. Reason to believe. Dude, that's totally hey, fake. Mom. Come on. It's me again. It's still going in here. I can still do this. Listen, Jack and I have discovered I can still a lot do of the this. old hey, songs that, I, that, I, that we've rediscovered all of the songs that I used to sing at, uh, you know, at Grosvenor. Excuse me, at what? uh, (laughs) You know, the records that I used to play, we've discovered a lot of these. So I'm going to send some of these to you. What is 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 Grosvenor? Is that his school? Maybe. I think it is. But, uh, yeah. If I listen long enough to you Is that where he wore his white bucks? Might have been. I'll, I'll say this about that intro, though, Russman. I think we got the point, right? Yeah, we got one? the point. Uh, All right, cool. The uh, this to me is proof that that a this album was him using the the time booth that he uses the Neil the Jack White time booth, and then after he dipped back to his mom, or at some point in between, he dipped to the future, heard the podcast, heard the Hey Daryl bit, and was like, "I'll throw a quick shout out to them and say, Hey mom." <laughs> and he does that, and then, uh, and that's what that means. And Russ, I purposely of... put the Tim Harden on the playlist I made for you because I'll use this as a as a as an opportunity to say Rod Stewart sucks. <laughs> Rod Stewart blows. <laughs> no, no, nuts. not in not in faces. Not in the faces, man. man Rod faces Stewart, you on that one. Faces, Stewart, he's fucking awesome. Rod, Rod Stewart is the most faces. overrated Luke. artist of all time. Okay, no. but have you heard faces? No, you maybe I don't know. Yes, you have the faces, uh, man. Ooh, come come on. on, don't go to it now, Rod Stewart. Yes, I don't no, want. I am because you're fuck. Because once you you know this song so well, Luke, and this this is Rod. No, this. Oh God, Russ. This what? Is, this is Ronnie Wood. Yeah, this is a good song. But I it's still that. it's the band. It's Rod, not Rod, Rod Stewart. This song oh, rules. Shit. This song is great. You I, got just me. Ronnie, I just I just wrote it, didn't I? Uh, that's Ronnie Wood that's singing that, man. <laughs> Just listen to listen to uh, a nod as a wink uh, 
not as, as the good as faces. A wink. No, no, no. That's the right band, though, right? Yeah, faces. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying of the, of the, of the Tim Harden version and the Rod Stewart version of this song. Tim Harden's is in, in, immensely better, and Rod Stewart ruins this song. He takes the entire point of the song out of the song. Rod Stewart sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like I don't like his version of that either. Rod Stewart what? is the Al Roker of music. Is it off no, this? Not at all. Rod Stewart is it off this record so though? Great. Is it off this record though, Shoe? Which one? Lala. I believe. No, no, no. The one you wanted me to play. The, oh no, it's on as a nod is as good as a wink. Go to that one. Oh okay. All right, now go down. Go down. Um, what song? Love lives here. Okay. Let's hear a little bit of that. Sucks. The worst. <laughs> Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> Quiet, Roker. <laughs> this is such a great album, man. All right, fine. It's hard to believe. Come on. That All right, fine, fine. Is this is fine, but it's because it's not Rod Stewart. We were His band so is fine. Happy. This is Rod Stewart. But what I'm saying it, but he's what he's it's faces. He's a part of a whole. It's not you don't take that part okay, out. Okay. Yeah, right. I just think as Rod Stewart, he just I just he he annoys me. I don't know why. I just don't like him. I yeah, I've never been a huge huge fan, but, but Tim Tim Harden reason to believe cuz that's the song everyone knows that and fucking what's the other one? The Wake up, Maggie Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two yeah. are the. In the I, I don't think he wrote either one of those songs. Did he? Did he write Maggie? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. But the, let's listen to the Tim Harden, the original reason to believe, because I love Tim Harden's voice and his, his writing. Awesome. He did "If I Was a Carpenter" too, right, Lou? Yeah. If I listen long enough to you, I'd find a way to believe that it's all true. Knowing that you lie straight face. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. Wait, this who song. else covered this song? I only know Didn't some dude. shitty band like Bread or Dan Fogelberg or something cover that? I feel like Peter, Paul, and Mary might have covered this song. It's a great song. I'm, sh- I'm sure a bunch of people have covered it. I can't type right now. Sorry. Uh, who do we got here? We have Springsteen. <laughs> who sucks? <laughs> Sorry. Don't See, I thought I thought there was like there was like a really crappy yacht rock version of that tune. You might be right. Um, Nick Drake. Oh, that's a different. This is like a playlist. This is nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, no, I, yeah I, don't worry I feel, about it. I feel like a bunch of people have. I mean, a bunch of people have covered the um, other Gordon Lightfoot song. Uh, if I could read your mind. yeah, uh, yeah. Russ. One that will surprise you. Obviously, you guys know the Johnny Cash and the Glenn Campbell versions, but uh, Russ, you know Jonathan Colton does a version of uh, "If really? You Can Read My Mind," and it's beautiful. Interesting. He's like a well, comedy singer. Yeah, he, he's great. Uh, he let's listen. Wow. Let's listen to the hot garbage of this next song. Okay, <laughs> this is so uh, bad. You know what? This is Drunk Uncle. I'll give you that. And his and his nephew. Can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I 
So I skip ahead towards the end when we get a little bit of Jack in yeah, there. Yeah, get a little Jack in there. Let's see. can't find the jack that's all right well that's ja- that's jack, jack on piano shit. it's jack yeah. on piano devil's advocate for this one uh i feel like maybe him and jack were just having a couple of scotches and just were like this yeah. be well fun. here's here's why sure. that's true listen to the very end Where was it? Why didn't he? Doesn't he say that was that's funky? That one was funky. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I. Oh, Jack White funk. says that, right? No, no, no. Neil oh, he says, says that. Neil oh, says okay. that was a funky one. <laughs> oh, but whatever. It's in. <laughs> I in believe you. Tired. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, that's my that's my devil's advocate advocate for this song. But this is my cut song. Full disclosure. Yeah, it's it's brutal. I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens when you bring a piano and a fucking. I mean, there's no there's no kind of engineering happening there, and like the no. level. he couldn't it's even all, like the high end and the everything is. It's like he had to keep the door open to play the guitar. Yeah, you know, it's like it's a cat I mean, scratch. Then you to bring a piano. Why don't you just get Nietzsche in there, bringing the fucking London Symphony Orchestra? <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know? Seriously. Because he's dead at this point, Mike. That's why. Uh, Otherwise, that's he would have <laughs> tried. Sorry. Uh, right. Well, he's got a TARDIS. Go back and get him. Ah, hell yeah, dude. Some more Gordon. This song kicks ass. Gordon Lightfoot rules. And by the way, when we're done with Neil, we're doing a Gordon Lightfoot podcast. I don't give a shit what anyone I says. I agree with Gordon Lightfoot rules. And this is a great song. Not done if by Gordon Lightfoot. Read my mind, love. I think he's sincere. I just think it sucks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, exactly, Russ. I'm not yeah. questioning his sincerity here. But it's just not a, a good version. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's like, I remember I was at a wedding years ago and there was a great band playing. And at the end of the night, the father of the bride came up and grabbed, as the band was packing it up, grabbed one of the guitars and started singing some fucking Seals and Crofts song. I'm and, listening. And it, and it was just <laughs> like, I was, and he was drunk, right? <laughs> and he's like singing, I, you know, I play guitar and he like just took it out of the case as those guys are trying to pack up and he just started playing like the Seals and Crofts song. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I could hit him with a chair right now. <laughs> now, I don't feel like that about this song, but it's, I equate it to that. It's just kind of like, it's, you're not pulling it off, man. Mike, have you ever heard yeah. anyone pull a guitar out, play Seals and Croft that wasn't drunk? Has that ever happened? No, I don't even think Seals and Crofts were sober. <laughs> <laughs> Sid and Marty Croft, maybe, but not Seals and Crofts. No. Um, 
Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Gordon's version is great, but there's so many other incredible covers. Although I will say I did throw this in my top three because I love, I think it it made me go, this is the song that made me go back to Gordon and just kind of revisit really? a lot of these songs. Yeah, I really like this song. What's I the like line that I think I like hero Gordon's often version. fails or what, what's the line? I'm, fu- I'm fucking it up. But uh, this is just a great song. And I'm glad that Neil put it on here because he knew that at this point in time we would be covering the song. He knew Mike would be coming in hot. He knew I'd be Roker and shit. And he's like, this is going to bring the boys back together. And I just appreciate Neil for doing that. He didn't have to do it, but he did it. So, I don't know. Yeah. Where the heartaches I mean, come, the hero would be me, but heroes often fall. Heroes often fall. Or I thought it was heroes often fail. E- either way. Oh, it is. Heroes often fail. Yeah. It's just it's just a great, it's a fucking gorgeous like deep, like em- emotive song. So and I don't know. Wouldn't read that book again. Oh yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Mike. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's go here. Since I met you, babe, my whole life has changed. I feel like this is the one of the ones where the piano actually works. Like it sounds good, and um, it's not my favorite. I don't like love this version, of, but I I feel like the piano at least sounds sounds good, or it sounds like it's not fucking you know, because the yeah. last piano one we heard was on the road again, and that's just mm. you know, and this one I I don't know, and I like the original song. Um. Um, it sounds like uh, Joe. it sounds like Adam Sandler's grandmother from The Wedding Singer. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's the Adam Sandler reference for this episode. <laughs> uh, you know what? I hate to do this, but we're allowed to. We 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 are we're coming on uh, our second or third year of this podcast. I'm gonna pull an audible, and this is actually my cut song. This is just a forgettable <laughs> song to me. I don't know. And yeah. at least on the road again is endearing. It feels like. Like they were drunk together and just fucking hammered and just getting it. This one's just like, eh, I don't know. Whatever. I like the original song. I mean, I think Ivory Joe's was great. Uh, I, I had only heard that's, that. Oh, that's old timey. So. Some old old stuff. So, um, but yeah, let's Here, move on. We're gonna disagree on this one, boys. I'm sorry. I think it's. I was eight years old and riding with the Yeah, I don't know. I I, do you, I don't know if I like this song in general. Do you know in the Goonies when uh, they're under the well in uh, mm-hmm. in there looking at all the coins and then Mouth goes in, he's like, but this one right here, this is mine. That's what this song is for this album for Neil. 
he did this for him. Neil loves this song. He loves Bruce. And I think he did a version of this song. See, Mike, you heard Bruce with an acoustic guitar doing the song. I've never heard that. Mm. So this was that for me. I've never heard this song like this before. And this song like kind of really did it for me. His version of this really did it for me. I don't know what it was, but it just, it, it hit me in all the right spots. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I just, this song doesn't do much for me in general. Yeah, I mean, so I, I love, know. I love the original version. I don't even like the original. I just, I, how many songs does Bruce need to write about where he's from? <laughs> well, I mean, this song, I don't about, know. Just come it's about on, growing man. up where he's from during a time when the civil rights movement yeah, I was, get that. Up yeah, in, you know, was that's unsure. Cool. That's cool. I just, um, but I just, again, it's, it's like on the road again. Strong disagree. It's to me, it's that it's the bride's father grabbing the, the dude's guitar and saying, you know, I play guitar too. And like it, this is something like a drunk Bruce fan would do no, no at, at a party, you know? Yeah. No way. Disagree. He does. Well, he kills the song. Mike, he mm, fucking kills. Yes, it. he murders it. Yes. <laughs> All right. He wrote, you, some, some would say he rokers it. Come on, man. Shut the fuck up. This is great. Play, Russ, play the original. Bruce's originals often stink. So. No, no. And then no, other people's versions are just I don't like, like it. Bruce. It's, I'm, I don't, not, I'm, not I'm not a huge a Bruce it's, fan. It's, it's very, very 80s for me. I don't know. Come on. Ugh, it immediate <laughs> just vomit in mouth. No, man. This is great the delivery i wish we had mike sound effects right now yeah. <laughs> so just be hitting them non-stop <laughs> yeah he's gonna play good ones i'm just i don't know man i'm just i don't think i'm a big bruce fan I just i'm not don't... a big bruce fan and also I'm his album i like his stinks. songs i think he's a good writer and I like when other people play his songs. Agreed, 100%. but I just, I just don't, I don't know. Great, not, incredible songwriter. His delivery stinks, and I don't. He was. I blame it on the era he was born in. And I hear live. Be, I hear the he's best in, part, incredible. The best part of Bruce is his band. You yeah. guys, yeah, live. He is incredible. You I bet he's amazing live. I would love to see him live. I just, I don't listen know. Listen to the album that he just released from the uh, the '79 No Nukes concert at uh, Madison Square Garden. It's a phenomenal performance. Well, I, it's see, I really don't, good. Is I'll it as good that, as Santa Claus is coming? Into- <laughs> Jeez. I love that. See, I'll say I this. You do. Mike, I'll say this. My favorite Bruce album is Nebraska. Yeah, that's a great album. It's a good album. With that, that one's super good. stripped, and it's just his songwriting. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? Like, I think that's... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I but I like Neil's version a lot. I feel like he brings the emotion and heart of the song out in ways that bruce doesn't do for me personally so i don't know it's a great song it's a great song and it is it's a great song but it sounds like they spent exactly four minutes and eight seconds on it but i'll take (laughs) but i'll but i'll take that over bruce spending 17 weeks on it getting it over 80s produced and then he's like, you know what would be great is a picture of my ass on the album. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised you like that to me is very landing on water 80s production shoe. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I like the song. Sure. Like the song and the way he delivers it. Russ, look at look up the me, song on Spotify. It, to me, it's very cinematic. 
You know, it's, it's like, he really knows how to paint a picture and that's what he does. That's why, you know, he's got that huge band behind him. Cause he just, he, he uses them to create, you know, a picture. But I feel like that's not even using the band. It's, it's like synthy. I don't know. It's, yeah, I agree. He, he yeah. Had, he had, yeah, it, it is. And it's not, and, it's not using the band at all. I don't know. It's just like, ah, it's all right. What Luke would you want? I looked it up. I don't know. I just see, see if there's other versions of this. What's this Charlie Robeson version? I don't know. Probably not the same song. <laughs> nope, it's not. <laughs> I guess my hometown. Yeah, we're is not going to listen to Charlie Robeson. Yeah, well, I'll look it up on my own. All right. Anyway, we got. Let's, let's cut the out the. Song. Let's cut out the shout out to whoever the fuck that was. Charlie Robeson. I don't know. He might be great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, he looks what? like Derek Webb mixed with Andrew Garfield on that. He picture. looks like a very young Kurt Russell. Oh, he does. Yeah. He looks like Jack um, Burton. Okay, here we go. Express. <laughs> I wonder if I care as much as I did before. Last night I cried myself to sleep for the one who makes me weep. I dried my I actually like this. Yeah, it's this, not bad. You know what? This is better than I remember listening when I've listened yeah. to it at first. It's a good end. I like this. I like it. This is the one with Jack where I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I like it. And I like the do 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 doom because yeah, I don't think you hear that cool. in the original version. Uh, I don't know. Is this even the original version, Luke? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I, brothers, play it. Yeah. I got. I got to piss. You guys can keep talking, but I'm gonna piss my pants if I don't go pee right now. Just it has like this long intro. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's weird. This is the Everly That's Brothers. Huge. Yeah, I'm not used to this sound with the Everly Brothers. It makes me wonder if this is the original. I feel like this is the most different version out of everything on on Letter Home. Yeah. Like this is well, this this is 1968, so I'm sure they're trying to. Yeah, they're going for the Beatles or like the, the big big radio big, sound. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Stereo coming into play at that point. Yeah. Those beautiful those harmonies. Harmonies. Still, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't beat the Everly Brothers. Like, yeah. The blood uh, harmonies, uh, man. Yeah, the Everly Brothers' blood harmony is amazing, but uh, I I don't know. I like the Jack and the Neil version. I think it's cool. I like that like da 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 That whole like guitar thing like they do is cool. Um, I think it's a cool way to end it. And and it was it's the one out of that whole last ever like you said, Shu. Since since uh five song five on, this is the one that I'm like, all right, I like this. Yeah. But and it's and it's the end, so that helps. <laughs> Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, let's um 
Let's do you want to hear the other? Do you want to hear the other quick bits of the other? Oh, right. Or, of the clean one? No, the two bonus tracks. Oh yeah, I mean we don't, you don't. Have, you I can, like, like this version of. It. I like this version of "Blown in the Wind." Actually. Oh, I hate this version of "Blown in the Wind." Maybe not. I, don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say. I don't, I don't like yeah, this I was kind of kind of drunk, drunk uncle with the guitar, and then this is the other crazy, a little bit of the other crazy. Uh, I remember sorry. when. I remember. I remember when I lost my. <laughs> I think I do like it better with <laughs> him doing it on the piano. Agreed. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. But I still don't. I still don't love it. It, this feels like he's capturing more of that vibe. Crazy. Yeah. Like the like a, around the piano with relatives. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. You don't have to play too much more. Yeah. Okay. Right, cool. There it is. What's your Better What's home. your top three, Mike? Uh, my top three. Uh, my number three is changes. My number two is early morning rain, and my number one is needle of death. Okay. Um, I did a top four because it's 2022 and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Um, my four is reason to believe because it made me revisit. Yeah, you can, Roker. <laughs> it made me revisit uh, Tim Harden, and I love that song. Um, and it made me remember how much I hate fucking um, Rod Stewart. And th- my three is if you could remember. Uh, I'm sorry. If you could read my mind. Um and my two is my hometown. I just like his version. My number one's Needle of Death. So cool. Uh, my three is Early Morning Rain. My two is Needle of Death, and my one is Changes. I just think it starts off the record right after that letter part really well. I think I should have put Changes on there. Actually, damn it. Um, and then yeah, Early Morning Rain was the one that got me really well. Um, I my cut was originally on the road again. I changed it to since I met you, baby. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter for me. Take a, your fucking pick as far as the rest of yeah crazy on. Um, but yeah, yeah I my, track, tracks eight through eleven. <laughs> yeah, because it's twenty twenty two, Luke. Right, and I can do whatever the fuck <laughs> I want. Yeah, you can. We've established yeah. this. There, <clears throat> those are my cuts. All right. Honestly, just to gore your Roker, I might choose hometown. My Please, hometown. Don't. Please don't start turning them into verbs and adjectives. Please don't do that. <laughs> we're going to get lost here. We're our, I'm surprised we're not lost already. Oh, man. Uh, quickly before the end, where are you boys in The Sopranos? Russ and your rewatch and Mike and your first. It's been, uh, I haven't watched in a while, but I'm on season five. So, bless. Um, I don't remember exactly where, but I'm in season five. So I'm. I'm like Tony B storyline. I'm I'm like way behind because um, I've been trying to watch other things like Cobra Kai, The Expanse came back on with new episodes. Is that any good? I love it. It's okay. it's never every seen bit. It, it's like Star Trek and Blade Runner uh, mixed together. The science is amazing. The special effects are awesome. I I love it. I'll check. I'm, that I'm out. a science fiction nerd, though, so that's you know from a science fiction nerd point also, of view. Also, on a different. It note, looks good. Yeah, I would, I'll check I, it out. I joked about Gordon Lightfoot, but Mike, you, I think you drunk texted me over the break and asked uh, if we could do John Prine next. And I, yeah, I, I, I love, admit, love John Prine. I know Russ yeah. is a, is a big John Prine guy. I'm not, I, I don't know him at all besides like Angel and, you know, those I'm, a, I'm a huge John Prine. I love, John you know, uh, 
Dave Matthews band used to do a great version of Angel Montgomery. <laughs> That's when Boyd Tinsley wore a leather vest. Real fans yeah. call him Dave. So, oh, um, yeah, I'd love to do John Prine, man. I was, I was having a hard time that night. I got really drunk uh, in a span of two weeks. Uh, our fridge shit the bed. They found a ton of rot in our house. Oof. The project on my front porch has become thousands of dollars more than I than I can handle. Yes. Uh, and then in the middle of all that, my water heater uh, died. Oh, fun. And, uh, you know, and then the, so I was like just drinking. And then I don't know, did you text me or? I don't know I don't what remember. happened there. I don't remember. You know, I remember do, talking we... about uh, Drea De Mateo's vagina. <laughs> I remember that's that part. Right. That's wow. right. Yeah, I do remember and, that. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I love John Prine, though, man. That guy's. I like, think we. Sh- he's amazing. You know, I think you know what I think we should do, Shu. We should do a, a Gordon Lightfoot and a John Prine mashup, and we should call it "If You Could Read My Prine." Oh my God! Oh, that's the podcast Russ, right there. That's great. <laughs> that's it. Let's, we'll alternate. We'll alternate episodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. like that a lot. If you could <laughs> read fantastic. my Prine, oh man, that's great. <laughs> God damn it, that's good. <laughs> That'll be a Patreon thing for sure. Also, we do have to eventually get to Back to the Future too. I'm convinced yes. at this point, the reason it's got postponed since October at this point is because Neil doesn't want us onto him more than we already are. If yeah, we watch movies now much. about yeah. time travel, it's mm-hmm. too much yeah. for him. So I feel but, like there's probably a there's some kind of a weird Neil Neil reference in Back to the Future too that he like doesn't want us to pick up on. Dude, there definitely is. Did David that will... Chase have anything to do with Back to the Future too? He might have. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even want to look into. That's with the Neil thing because he's he's Neil's. Uh, what do they call him? What was a? Uh, he's Neil's uh, familiar. Is that what they call? <laughs> yeah. See or that? his yeah his twinner. Yeah. Or right. there's there's something where if we watch like what we do in the shadows, then back to the future too. Like there's some combination of that with time travel and vampirism where it's like that right. unlocks something. So it's, yeah. I, gotta, I think David gotta, Chase might be, be Neil's familiar. That's a pretty good call. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. his Guillermo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway, All right, we'll we'll, uh, we'll uh, see you guys in one week if you're a patron, and two weeks if you're right. not. And uh, other, what do we next patron? I we should maybe try to bang out another. Uh, I think we're on Riverboat, right? We're on Archives. Yeah. I don't remember which one we're on. I think it's we didn't do Riverboat already. No, I thought I we did. So. Holy shit! I'm high as fuck. Hell yeah! Um, well, we'll let's... have a patron episode next week, and then what's next on normal Neil? It's, uh, it's not storytone. Normal Neil. I think it is. Yeah. It's, no, it's not storytone. Uh, well, let's let me look right here. Pretty sure it's storytone. Yep. Yeah. Shit, story it tone. is storytone. Yeah, because yeah. the next thing on the on the when you look on the website on the archives website is CSNY, which that's not. So why did you after, say that? Like the jacket a little bit. I don't know. Why did I? It's CSNY, and then storytone. I guess storytone for next. The next studio album. Next studio and for next normal podcast. I don't know. I'm kind of drunk now. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's, nice. let's all end right, this. Cool. All right. All right. Listen, doors keep on rokering. Everybody go to uh, longmayyouyoungpodcast.com if you want to catch up on the episodes or buy some merch. Uh, don't forget we're on uh, we're on social media at Long May You Young on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Facebook. We also post to the Neil Young subreddit. Uh, so you can check us out there. You can uh, always contact us through the website too, uh, Long May You Young Podcast 
com. So uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Hopefully in 2022, you know, uh, we'll, we'll finally get Neil on the, uh, on the podcast. Yeah. If not Neil, then maybe Al Roker. So, uh, <laughs> so most, yeah. listening and we'll, uh, we'll let you know what's going on through our social media. And, you know, check out the, t- the today show I don't think from that's 1992. Ever, I, I, out of, out of now, all the I things, think. out of all the times Neil Young has been mentioned in the universe, I feel like that sentence has never happened. If not Neil Young, then Al, then Roker. Al Roker. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm sorry ahead of time. I, I wish I could say I was kidding. It's like Donkey Ball. Al Roker is 2022 Donkey Ball. <laughs> there it is. That's all, all you right. need to know, folks. We love you. Thanks. All right. All right. Thanks, all right. folks. See you guys. She's a model, an actress, been in popular movies like Blade Runner, Splash, Kill Bill. But the one thing that Daryl Hannah is most passionate about is the environment. And there's no question, she practices what she preaches. You've read articles, you've seen interviews. People say, oh, our, our, our climate's okay, it's not changing. What do you say to those folks? You know, I, I think it's not, it doesn't really matter whether you believe in climate change or not. Either way, we need clean air clean water and clean soil and all of those same things that are affecting the climate are affecting those very things that we need to survive and so it's just time we start moving on to renewable clean energy instead of this energy that is killing us all and it's time we stop using toxins in our uh, pesticides and and fertilizers and in our body care products and and allow them in our food and 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 poisoning our water that's just that's just makes no sense you know (laughs) i mean a lot of people know of of your environmental activities but probably more know about your your acting uh what's next for you what have you been working on it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.